Hello, Patriots. I'm Lee Watts, and this is Patriot Point, your source for Kentucky news and analysis from a conservative Christian and common sense point of view. Well, I have a very special episode for you this week. We are going to be going over the governor candidates. We have a governor election coming up, a primary here in about 30 days. Now, there's going to be 12 people on the ballot. We're only going to discuss what I would consider the top six candidates. Um, the reason for that is the bottom six candidates, I, I've met all of these people, uh, and there's some good people, some solid conservatives with some great ideas. Uh, but the bottom six people don't have the name recognition, the money, or the organizational structure to uh, launch a more viable campaign. So we're going to deal with just the top six candidates today, and we'll look at good things, we'll look at bad things. Now, sometimes when I show the legislators voting record. Sometimes they get mad at me for uh, showing what they've been doing. And I always tell them, I didn't make your record. You did. And it's going to be the same thing when I get to the candidate that you like. I didn't make their record. They did. So don't get mad at me for exposing the good and the bad of what's been going on. We're going to look at each candidate uh, according to alphabetical list of their last name. I thought that would be the least biased way to look at them. The first candidate we're going to examine is Mr. Daniel Cameron. He is the current Attorney General of Kentucky. Attorney General sometimes abbreviated AG. Some people think AG stands for almost governor because it seems almost every Attorney General eventually winds up running for governor. Uh, this is the guy who is in the top spot right now uh, with the money, the name recognition, endorsements. It's his race to lose. Uh, and let's talk about some of those endorsements. He is the guy who President Trump has endorsed. So if you're wondering who's Trump supporting in this race, the answer is he's supporting Daniel Cameron and not anybody else. Uh, so he has the name recognition. He's got money. He's got the Trump endorsement. And a nice thing, if he were to get the nomination, would be it would stop the Democrats from playing the race card which is something they love to pull out, no matter if you're running from president to dog catcher. Uh, and so that's a very attractive idea to a lot of Republicans. Now, some of the things that would be going against him is Mr. Cameron used to work up for Mitch McConnell for years as one of his attorneys. And there's a lot of conservatives in the state that really don't like that Mitch influence uh, and really don't want to put one of Mitch's people into office. Um, and a lot of people also think that this guy maybe should have stayed attorney general. He's only served one term and he could serve for two terms as attorney general. And there's quite a few conservatives who think it would have been best for the party, best for the state, had he done that. Uh, he also opposed publicly this year House Bill 300, which was a very strong pro-life bill. And coming out against a pro-life bill in an election year may not work in his favor. And then also, when the churches were closed down by Andy Bashir during all of the lockdowns and everything, uh, we had to hire a civilian attorney to argue the case to get the churches reopened. Now, while Daniel Cameron eventually joined that attorney to, to fight against the lockdowns, he joined and followed when I really think he should have been the one who was leading that fight not following it. So those are both some positive and some negative things about Mr. Cameron. Let's look at our next candidate here alphabetically. Next candidate is a lady by the name of Kelly Kraft. She's from 
Glasgow, Kentucky. Uh, one of the things that works to her advantage is, again, some Trump ties. She had worked in the Trump administration. First, she was uh, appointed by him to be the ambassador to Canada, and then she went on to become the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations during the Trump administration. Uh, something that works in her favor is she's got a lot of money. Uh, she, her and her husband are worth a billion and a half dollars. And when you're a billionaire, you can buy lots of ads. And uh, I, I gotta say this, she is buying lots of ads. Uh, she was one of the key supporters for Republicans in the past, uh, donated a lot to George Bush, to Mitt Romney, and to Mitch McConnell. Now, those may be good or bad things, depending on where you fall in the Republican Party. Uh, she's a big supporter of coal, and of course, that's going to resonate really well with the people, especially in eastern Kentucky, where the coal fields are at. Uh, in fact, her and her husband own the second largest coal-producing uh, company in the eastern United States. Now, uh, some of the negative things against her is because she's got a lot of money to run ads, she's also gone negative. She's the one that's running a lot of attack ads against the front runner, Mr. Cameron. And uh, I can see an attack ad, but I one thing I'd like to see in those is, how are you different? Uh, and that's something I'm not seeing. Uh, I went to uh, her website, I put it here on the screen for you, and you'll see that uh, it, it'll launch with a video, and then she talks about coal uh, attacks, Daniel Cameron, and then there's two videos at the bottom. And uh, I encourage you, go to these website go, and watch these two videos. And here's my problem with it. These videos say nothing. You could replace the words Kelly Craft for Andy Bashir and run the same videos. You'll see nowhere on her website is there a link that says issues about anything. Uh, so the launch video, the two that are on there, there's it, she talks about coal and jobs, and really for the most part, not a lot of specifics on issues, which leads us in contrast to our next candidate. Our next candidate is a guy by the name of Eric Dieters. He's a lawyer, and I can say this for him. He will tell you his position on the issues. If you go to his website, I've checked it out, some of his other materials, I will go so far to say this guy has taken a more public stand on more specific topics than any candidate I've ever seen in my life. Uh, if you'd like him or dislike him, I'll give him to his credit that he will tell you where he stands on the issues. Uh, his slogan is less government, more freedom. And that's something that conservatives are all the time for. That's a slogan I think every single conservative ought to be able to use on their campaign, uh, saying that they want less government and more freedom. Uh, also, to his benefit, he's the only one of the top six who is not a career politician. Uh, and personally, I like that idea as well. Uh, however, uh, on the negative side for Mr. Uh, Dieters, uh, first of all, uh, well, I, I'm not going to tell you about it because I don't think you believe me. I'm just going to show you the video. So here's a video of Mr. Eric Dieters. I just want you to know that I understand black culture. If you want to conquer, if you want to conquer an African nation, send white women and pot. Oh my word. If I can find this, you know that Andy Bashir and the Democrats can find it as well. And they're going to play this on every TV, everywhere from here until election day. And that will ensure that this guy will not be able to beat Andy Bashir and win the election. Again, I didn't say it. This is what he said. 
Uh, some of the other things that would be going against Mr. Dieters is uh, the record shows that he donated $1,000 to Steve Bashir's campaign. And that means he's giving $1,000 to Kentucky Democrats specifically to defeat Kentucky Republicans and then wants Kentucky Republicans to endorse him when he runs for governor. Uh, he also donated $1,000 to Hillary Clinton's campaign. Uh, he gives an excuse saying, well, his daughter asked him to do that. I have a daughter, and I can guarantee you this, if my daughter had asked me to donate one red cent to Hillary Clinton, you know what I would say? I would say, no, sweetheart. And then I would have a serious discussion with my daughter on why she's supporting Hillary Clinton. Uh, so just because your kid asks you for it doesn't mean you give your kids something which is going to turn out to be bad for them. So donating to uh, Kentucky Democrats, donating to Clinton, racist statements. Uh, so those are some of the things which he has done. Let's talk about our next candidate. Our next candidate is Mr. Mike Harmon. He is the current Kentucky State Auditor. The auditor is a person who checks all the books in Kentucky. Uh, he has been auditor now for two terms, uh, eight years. Before that, he had spent 13 years as a lawmaker, learning the, the legislative process and making laws here in our state. And he is really, as his position as auditor, he's really been taking Andy Bashir to task uh, during all those lockdowns and things like that. In fact, it was Mike Harmon who was the person who found out that Andy Bashir didn't even open 400,000 emails. Remember that whole big unemployment insurance debacle of the uh, Bashir administration? It was Mr. Harmon who found that out, who publicized it, and got word out and uh, actually had encouraged uh, Mr. Cameron to actually take him to task on a few things in court. Uh, I remember uh, when I was uh, first started Patriot Point, I had this giant rally at the Capitol. We called it the Freedom Rally, where we were protesting against the lockdowns, against the mandates, against the executive orders. And I got to tell you, there was only one candidate on this list who was there that day. And it was Mike Harmon. He stood with us as we were fighting that on the stage from day one. Now, some of the things going against Mr. Harmon, because there's things against him as well. First of all, he doesn't have a lot of money. Uh, in fact, he might have the least of anybody on the list. It takes money to run a statewide campaign. Uh, he can give a speech, but to be honest, his speeches really don't rouse the people uh, that much. And his name recognition, even though he has a statewide office, his name recognition is relatively low when you compare it to some of the other candidates on this list, and name recognition is really huge. Uh, however, despite that, he and the next uh, candidate I'm going to be talking about, I still think have a very viable reason, uh, chance, and here's the reason why. If you remember back to the 2015 Republican governor primary, uh, the two main candidates were Jamie Comer and Hal Heiner. And uh, they were going at it and they divided up the votes between them, but they had split the votes so much that this third candidate who was in last place kind of snuck up in between them and with 83 votes, Matt Bevin was able to win that election. So the top candidates with a more name recognition, they're going to be splitting the votes so many ways that I think Mr. Harmon and our next candidate just might pull that same trick and come out ahead. This next candidate we're going to be talking about is Mr. Alan Keck. Mr. Alan Keck is currently the uh, mayor of the city of Somerset, 
Kentucky. Uh, very likable guy, presents himself very well. Uh, and I've listened to some of his speeches, read some of his uh, positions on the issues, and has some very common sense solutions that I'd like to see him implemented. Uh, since he is the mayor of Somerset, which is the largest city in Pulaski County, it is very likely that he will wind up taking Pulaski County and maybe a few of the other counties. Uh, however, on the negative side, his name recognition is incredibly low. Out of the top six, he's probably going to be at the bottom one or two for name recognition. Um, experience, he's not had a statewide office and experience, uh, and that can people want to hire somebody for a job who's had some experience at the job. Uh, and he also entered this election very late in the game, uh, which uh, a lot of the other ones had entered sooner. And if you don't have the name recognition, you don't have the money, really probably need to enter the race sooner rather than near to the last minute. Uh, now that contrasts us with our final candidate we're talking today, which is Mr. Ryan Quarles. Uh, Ryan Quarles is the current commissioner of agriculture in Kentucky, serving out his second four-year term in that position. Uh, and so he has a lot of statewide name recognition. Uh, obviously, especially with the farming community and everybody associated with that. Uh, the Kentucky State Fair. If you go to the fair, you're probably going to wind up seeing the name Ryan Quarles because he's the main coordinator of what's going on there. Uh, before he was the Commissioner of Agriculture, he had been a state representative, a lawmaker for, I believe it was five years. Uh, so he has experience uh, in, in this in many different aspects. Uh, he's fought Bashir in court over the different lockdowns and has won as well. And I would say that he has, without a doubt, the best ground game of any of the candidates running right now. As far as boots on the ground, active people throughout the state, I'd say he's got more of that than anybody else, even though he may not have the most money. Now, some of the negative things about um, our Commissioner of Agriculture, Mr. Quarles, is career politician. Uh, he graduated, uh, after he got out of school, he went into politics nearly right away, and it's basically, he's been in politics his entire adult life, one office after another, and there's a lot of people who just don't like the idea of somebody who's just been a lifelong career politician. Uh, he also skipped out of an event where you had an ex-police officer speaking because he thought, well, that was a little controversial and some people really didn't like the idea that he was unwilling to go and to, to stand up and uh, got pressured out of standing with that ex-police officer because of controversial reasons. So uh, those are our top six candidates uh, who I believe are the ones that actually have a good legitimate shot to actually win the election. Now, nobody's perfect. Uh, I've given you good and bad on each candidate. So don't be looking for the perfect person because there is only one person who is perfect on this earth and his name is not on the ballot in 30 days. Uh, I wish it was. So uh, I've given you good and bad about each. Uh, most of the candidates, they're going to watch this. They're going to take it in stride. They've got 11 opponents on the ballot and they're going to spend their time focusing on those 11 opponents. Uh, some of them may not. Uh, I'm guessing there might be uh, some that kind of want to come after me and attack me. Uh, but if they want to, go ahead. Take the bait. We'll just see how that turns out for you. So uh, before we sign off today, uh, I want to talk about something that I failed to mention last week. In last week's program, I was talking about the Secretary of State race. 
Current Secretary of State Michael Adams, you will find out I am not one of his supporters. Uh, he's got two guys running against him in the Republican primary. And uh, I told you about one named Mr. Nipper, and I had said I was going to put his uh, website where you could learn about him in the uh, description of the video. I forgot about that, so Mr. Nipper's running against him, and his website link is in the description of this video. He also has another candidate, though, and I want to make sure to mention that. There's another candidate running against Michael Adams, and his name is Alan Miracle. I will also put the link for his website also in the description of this video, so you can look up Mr. Nipper or Mr. Miracle. And uh, before we go, I got to tell you, Mr. Miracle probably has the single best slogan of any candidate I've ever seen for any office ever, because uh, his last name is Miracle. His slogan is, Kentucky needs a miracle. Uh, best slogan I ever heard for anybody ever running for anything. Uh, so make sure you check out those two candidates. We've got to replace our current Secretary of State, and uh, either one of these guys would be a vast improvement over that. Well, in the coming weeks, we're going to be looking at the Commissioner of Agriculture's race. Uh, that one very contentious and incredibly close you'll be able to learn more about the candidates. So make sure you tune in for that. And until next week, I'm Lee Watts for Patriot Point reminding you that liberty is not a spectator sport. <laughs>